0: Kyle Talks is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you want to keep up to date with all my ratings, you can also check out my Letterboxed Link in the description. Now, without further ado, here's the review. Alright, I finally saw the new Mean Girls movie that just came out. Um, This one's very interesting to me because this is a movie that I feel is completely unnecessary. I know that... Hollywood, as of late, has a history of doing remakes and stuff like that. But this movie is more so an adaptation of the Broadway musical that came out. But what is incredibly shocking and weird to me is how much this movie's marketing hid that it was a musical. And I think this has become a Hollywood problem in general where they're almost afraid to advertise that movies are musical nowadays... Which, I mean, musicals aren't always my cup of tea, but at the same time, I feel like it kind of is a bit of a shock when you go into a movie not knowing it's a musical and it ends up being a full-on musical. And um, I will say I was very lucky that I went into this already knowing what some people thought of it because it would have been a major shock not knowing this was a musical because this movie is not... The type of musical where people are singing every single word, it is more so the type of musical where it's a movie, and then the scene will just stop, and the character will look, turn at the camera, and then just start singing. Which, in my personal opinion, is one of my least favorite types of musicals, and, um, yeah, it just wasn't all that good. The music, honestly... Was not all that memorable in my eyes. I'm sure that for the Broadway performance it's way better. But um, none of these songs were really um, all that powerful. None of these songs really were all that catchy in my mind. And I do feel like um, most of the performances you really didn't see them belting it out or going all out like they should for a typical movie musical. Um... I will say there are a couple exceptions to that. Um, Renee Rapp, who plays Regina George. um, I know she was heavily involved with the Broadway musical. So it's very good that she was on board for this one because it really showed with her talent. And another one who I'm going to sing all the praises for is Ali Cravallo, who um, plays Janice. A lot of people would know her as... um, Moana, and she, to me, was a standout. She clearly knew what to do in this role, clearly knew how to project, how to make her voice powerful, how to give a great performance. And also something weird about this character, and I know that this movie tried to make it more modern, tried to make it more Gen Z, Gen Alpha-ish, but um, at the same time, I feel like a character like Janice might not be seen as weird by today's standards. In all honesty, I think a character like Janice might actually be seen as popular or as kind of cool nowadays. And a character like Regina George might not be seen as popular as she would have been in the early 2000s when the first movie came out. But um, also, I haven't been... In school in eight years. So I mean. As far as I know the cliques could still. Be in place like this movie is. But I don't really remember. High school for me. Being all that way. In fact I feel like people like Janice. Are seen more as cool. At least in my eyes. But um. Yeah let's talk about the story a little bit. The story I mean. The story is Mean Girls. I mean. If you've seen the first one, you're going to know the story for this one. Um, I feel like the casting of um, Andre Rice as Katie was really good casting because she, to me, looks like somebody I would see um, when I was going to high school. She looks very much like the role. She doesn't look... I feel like Hollywood has a trend of casting old when it comes to um, comes to people playing high schoolers. But I think for the most part, at least from my memory, most of the main characters, I believe, were born in the 2000s, which, I mean, makes them older than high schoolers. I believe most of them were either born in 2000 or 2001. But, um... They're too old to be high scores, but also not old enough where it really um, shows, you know? And um, while we're talking about um, Andre Rice, I feel like I have seen a little bit of talk saying that she's not as powerful of a singer as the rest of the cast. And while I do agree, I do think she does have a good singing voice. I do think her singing voice is very beautiful and very well done. It's just... It comes off as a little bit quiet and not as powerful when you're putting her next to these powerhouses that is Renee Rapp and Ali Carvalho. Um, But no, I do genuinely think she has a good singing voice. I just think she might not have been right for this singing performance. I think acting, she does a very good job. But um, putting her with these um, other actresses, I feel, made it... Maybe not shine as much as it should. But um this movie, to me, is also one of those movies where... um I don't know exactly how to put it. It just was kind of boring, kind of uninteresting. Never was truly grasping my attention. It always felt like it was... Um I mean, it's hard not to compare it to the original. The original one is incredibly popular, incredibly well known. And I mean, we've had I believe 20 years now where we um have become so familiar with the original that um that this movie just kind of feels inferior in every way. I mean, I think Renee Rapp was a good Regina George, but um it's very hard not to compare this movie to that movie, and I do think that this movie was incredibly inferior and failed to keep my attention for the majority of the movie. Um, The cast I really liked. I think they all fit their roles very well. Um, Tim Meadows, I know, returned. I know he's the only person who's been in the three movies, and you'll never hear me complain about Tim Meadows. I think he always is a welcome addition to um, whatever movies he's in. And I know that Tina Fey also returned for this one. And while Tina Fey was good, her role wasn't really all that significant. And I don't really think she contributed that much to the comedy in this movie. Um, this movie I didn't think was all that funny. And they do try and go for the iconic lines like the... um. On Wednesdays we wear pink and trying to make Fetch a thing and Glen Coco. And I feel like it doesn't feel as iconic as it did in the first one. It feels like Mimicry, it feels more wink at the camera compared to the other one where it was kind of making it its own thing. Which I know is an impossible task when you have a new movie coming out this far later. But, um... I don't know, it's just, when you have a movie like this that's already pretty subpar, it it does stand out when you have these iconic lines being repeated again and not really having the effect that they did originally. Um, I will say I did really like that they um, threw in a cameo for Lindsay Lohan. I thought that was really fun. And it was a very well-placed cameo, I felt. It wasn't just... Um, throwing her in a random scene and just having it be blink and you miss. There's Lindsay Lohan. They gave her relevance in the scene, and while it's not the most important character in the world, it is cool that you could watch the movie and clearly know that it was Lindsay Lohan. Um, I mean, I don't know. There were. A couple good songs, I feel, in this movie. Not everything was a complete disaster in my eyes. Um, I won't be able to tell you the songs off the top of my head, but um, there's a song sung at the end. or Not the end, uh, more so um, towards... I would say middle, closer to the end... Sung by Janice. I mean, in all honesty, all Janice's songs, I feel, are the best parts of this movie. Um, Her song, I felt, was very well done. Um, There's a song sung by um, Avantika, who plays Karen, that kind of... It felt kind of weird at the beginning and wasn't really hitting. But then it ended up actually being pretty catchy. Um... Yeah, those I feel would be the two songs. And also, there is another song. I know I just was talking about how I didn't think Andre Rice's singing stood up as much as the rest of the cast. But there is a song, I can't remember, and I don't know if this is the true name, um, where they sing about being stupid at love. And while I don't think it's the best song in the movie, it definitely is the catchiest it has been stuck in my head the whole drive home from the theater and I want it out right now um but besides that this movie I feel was incredibly unnecessary I can't name anybody who really wanted this and I also really really hate this trend of hiding that movies are musicals um I'll go and see a musical I'll go and see any movie but I hate 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 being lied to when it comes to trailers and this movie i feel maybe towards the end hinted at it being a musical in some of the latter trailers but this movie i feel really hides that it's a musical um yeah i don't know i mean this movie's disappointing but also like i don't fall into like one of the cult fans of Mean Girls. So it's not like this movie's going to like ruin my week or ruin my day. But um still this movie's just completely unnecessary. I feel like for a musical, the songs aren't as memorable as I would like and um it just felt beat for beat like the original. I feel like I wanted I wanted a little bit of something new. They could have still kept the Um, original plot, but I would have liked a little bit of changes, and I feel like even though they were going for a more modern adaptation, they did kind of not count for the fact that a lot of like the stereotypes and the way that um the cliques are portrayed in this, I don't personally think are as accurate to today's society. But then again, I am not in high school anymore, so what do I really know? But um. Mean Girls, I think I am going to give a 4 out of 10. Seems a little bit harsh, but this movie to me is very forgettable and not really all that needed. And I don't know. It just didn't really keep my attention all that much. But um, yeah, this has been Kyle Talks, and I will see you on the next one.